We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening tonight, you are here to hear another one of my breakdowns for the 2022 College Football Bowl season. And this episode is the Frisco Bowl, which will be uh, played Saturday, December 17th in Frisco, Texas. And we'll see the North Texas Mean Green take on the Boise State Broncos. So uh, an, an intriguing matchup here uh, because both of these teams lost their conference championship games. One North Texas on the road and Boise State at home after having going undefeated in the conference regular season. Um, but as always, I like to take a little dive into uh, the history of each bowl game. And the Frisco Bowl has only been around since 2017, and it was preceded by the Miami Beach Bowl, which the Miami Beach Bowl was played from 2014 to 2016. Um, so n- nonetheless, now the game is in Frisco, Texas. Um, conference tie-in goes to the American Conference. Um, but this year we get North Texas, a future AAC member, um, taking on the Mountain West uh runner-up in Boise State. Um, Looking at this game in the past, again, there's only been four matchups, 2017, 2018, 2019, no game in 2020, and then 2021. Last year in 2021, we saw a great game between San Diego State and UTSA, which San Diego State pulled out. And 2019 saw an amazing game, uh, 51-41 game where Kent State defeated Utah State. Um, So, This game in the past has been high scoring. As we can see, Louisiana Tech in the first matchup in 2017 scored 51 points. So uh, nonetheless, this is a game in the past where there have been uh, plenty of points scored. And that could definitely be the case in this game here. Um, As North Texas has a very potent offense, Boise State scores a good amount of points. But Boise State is known for an absolutely stout defense. So we got contrasting styles here to be interesting to see how this game goes. Uh, First, looking at the North Texas Mean Green, like I said, they went 7-6 on the year, um, 6-2 in Conference USA. So they opened the year um, week zero. They played a conference game on the road at UTEP. They won 31-13. Turned around the next week, lost to SMU 48-10. Beat Texas FCS Texas Southern 59 to 27. They won at UNLV or they lost at UNLV 58 to 27. Um, then lost at Memphis the following week 44 to 34. Beat FAU 48-528. Beat Louisiana Tech 47-27. Lost at UTSA 31-27. Won at Western Kentucky 40 to 13. Big victory there. Beat FIU 52-14, lost at UAB 41-21, 
beat Rice 21 to 17. And then in the Conference USA Championship game, lost at UTSA 48 to 27. So a good year for North Texas, but their, that good year still led to uh, head coach Seth Luttrell getting fired uh, nonetheless. So an interesting situation there. Um, but looking at the stats, the Mean Green averaged 34 points per game. They give up nearly 32. Um, 262 passing yards per game, one of the best passing offenses in the country. 202 rushing yards per game as well. This is a potent offense, like I've said. Uh, not very good against the pass, though. 272 passing yards allowed per game. So uh, they have issues there. They give up 189 rushing yards per game as well. Um, so Boise State could uh, could have an advantage when they have the ball. And like I said, granted, Boise State's offense hasn't been great this year, but they've produced for sure. Boise State went 9-4 and four on the year. They went 8-0 during the Mountain West regular season. Lost at Oregon State 34-17. Won at New Mexico 31-14. But the game was a lot closer than that. Beat FCS UT Martin 30-7. Then they lost at UTEP 27-10. Those first four games of the season were such a struggle for the Broncos that... Uh, the starting quarterback for those first four games, Hank Bachmeyer, transferred after that. So he could redshirt, only playing four games, and then transferred. And then things changed completely when uh, Taylor Green took over at quarterback. He ended up winning the Mountain West Freshman of the Year. Um, but after those four games, they turn around, they play San Diego State win 35-13. They beat Fresno State 40-20. They won at Air Force 19-14. Beat Colorado State 49-10. They ended up losing to BYU 31-28. Won at Nevada 41-3. Won at Wyoming 20-17. Beat Utah State 42-23. Then they lost the Mountain West Championship game at home against Fresno State 28-16. But Boise State had been playing so well in the conference slate going undefeated. Um, just a really, really disappointing loss there. But nonetheless, still a very good season for Boise State, considering the direction that it was spiraling into after four games. And there were even some fans starting to call for head coach Andy Avalos' job. And then he ends up winning Mountain West Coach of the Year. So hats off to him. Uh, for turning things around when the season could have really went south. Looking at the, some of the major stats for Boise, they average 29 points per game, and they only give up 18.5. So, like I've said, stout defensively. 195 yards passing per game, 187 yards rushing per game. They only give up 161 passing yards per game, and only 121 rushing yards per game. So I'm going to keep saying it, but this is a contrast of styles. North Texas putting up gaudy offensive numbers and Boise State putting up some amazing defensive numbers. So looking back at North Texas now, in their history, they are 2-10 and ten in bowl games. So they, they've struggled in bowl games. Like I said, they fired head coach Seth Luttrell, which is interesting because they went to the Conference USA Championship game. So maybe some, uh, I, I know they have some leadership changes there as well at AD. 
they're about to go into the AAC, so maybe they feel like some leadership changes across the board were needed, and they have hired Eric Morris as the new head coach. He was previously at in FCS Incarnate Word, put up some amazingly gaudy numbers there. Um, this year, he was the offensive coordinator at Washington State, though. But looking at North Texas this year, um, their first team All-Conference USA players, tight end uh, Varkees Gums, offensive lineman Manas Mose, Mose, linebacker KD Davis, uh, DB Ridge Texcada, and kick returner Kalen Horton. Then uh, their lone second team All-Conference USA player was linebacker Mason Richards. Um, looking at some of their key players, quarterback Austin Awney, had 3,309 yards passing, which is 17th nationally, 32 touchdown passes, which was 8th nationally, and 13 interceptions. Um, they have three running backs with over 500 yards rushing on the year. Um, with how with how much this team passes the ball, it's very interesting to see how well they run the ball as well, too. Um, Iowa Dye had four touchdowns. Akika Ragsdale had five touchdowns, and Oscar Attaway the third also had five touchdowns. So that's a produ productive trio on the season. Wide receiver Roddick Burns had 650 yards receiving and one touchdown. Then wide receiver Jair Shorter had 598 yards receiving, 10 touchdowns, was 11th nationally, but he averaged 27 yards per catch, over 27 yards per catch, which was... If it wasn't the best nationally, it was right up there. I mean, he is an absolute blur with the football. Um, tight end, Varkees Gums, as a freshman, 451 yards and five touchdowns. Again, he's first team all-conference as well as a freshman. Linebacker, Mason Richards, 77 tackles and seven and a half sacks uh, coming in from the junior college ranks. Uh, DB Ridge Texcada had 40 tackles, three interceptions, and one big defensive touchdown. So looking at North Texas, uh, 28th on in first downs offensively, 284 on the season. They're 36 nationally in passing offense at 262 yards per game. Fourth nationally in yards per completion at 15.4 yards per completion. 24th in rushing offense. So it's not very often where you see a team in the top 40 in passing offense and the top 25 in rushing offense. Average about 202 rushing yards per game. 29th in scoring offense at 34 points per game. And then 20th in total offense at 464 yards per game. So very, very potent offense that can do it either way, running or passing. So you look at Boise State, 12-7 um, and seven in their all-time bowl record. Um, looking at first-team all-conference for Mountain all-Mountain West, offensive lineman, John Ojukwu and DB JL Skinner. JL Skinner is potentially a first round pick in the NFL draft. He'll be a day one or day two pick. Uh, second team All Mountain West players. Running back George Halani. Offensive lineman Cade Bresford. Um, defensive lineman Scott Matlock. Linebacker Ezekiel Noah. And linebacker DJ Schramm. But looking at some of their key guys, uh, freshman quarterback. Taylon Green, like I said, he was named Mountain West Freshman of the Year. 1,905 yards passing, 13 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Took over after those first four games. 
where, like I said before, Hank Bachmeyer decided to transfer after the offense was really struggling, and you have to give Andy Avalos, the head coach of Boise State, a ton of credit for making the change and doing some really big things there and really just changing the trajectory of this entire season. Uh, much well-deserved Mount West Coach of the Year award for Coach Avalos. Then you look at running back George Halani, 1,133 yards and 10 touchdowns. Extremely productive running back. Does a great job. Then you got linebacker DJ Schramm, 97 tackles on the season. Safety JL Skinner, 62 tackles and four interceptions. Like I said, he is a surefire NFL draft pick coming up. Worst case scenario, he'll be a second round pick. Uh, should very well be mid to late uh, first round pick. Just a tremendous, tremendous player at safety. Then some eye-popping numbers from this defense. They're 10th in the nationally and third down defense at under 30% on the year, 29.7%. 6th in first down defense, only allowing 181 first downs on the season. So you look at that with North Texas in the top 30 there with 284 on the season um, compared to Boise State only giving up 181. So that's going to be a fun battle to watch. Um, getting first downs. Um, Boise State's 21st in kick return yardage at 22.5 per return. 21st in interceptions with 13. Now, like I said, Austin Oney had 13 interceptions on the season. As much as North Texas passes the ball, Boise State could really have some opportunities there to make some plays. Boise State's 5th nationally in pass defense, only allowing 161 yards per game whereas North Texas averages 262. So there's about a 100-yard difference there, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, Red zone defense uh, for Boise, 23rd nationally, 77.4% of the time, allowing a score. They're 24th in rush defense, only allowing 121 per game, whereas North Texas averages 202 rushing yards per game. So again, nearly a 100-yard difference there, so it'll be really, really fun to watch that one. 11th in scoring defense at 18.5 per game, where North Texas averages 34 points per game. So I keep saying it, but this is going to be a fun matchup to watch. Um, Boise State 5th in team pass efficiency defense and 6th in total defense, only allowing 281.5 yards per game compared to North Texas gaining 464 yards per game. So I know I sound like a broken record with this, but the North Texas offense against the Boise State defense is going to potentially be one of the more funner, uh, funner, I'll, I'll say that, more, one of the more fun matchups to watch really in the bowl season, especially the early bowl season here. I think at face value, this bowl game isn't as intriguing as some of the other games. But as I dove deeper into this game, I was like, it was exciting to see these numbers kind of pop off the page looking at the stats. I personally didn't realize how good North Texas was on offense. I, I knew they could throw the ball, but when I saw their rushing numbers and how they had three running backs over 500 yards, that really surprised me. It's not, I, I know I do national level podcasting for this, but I, it's not like I can know everything about every team. It's impossible for me to know. 
But as I did more research into this, I was very impressed at how North Texas did things offensively. And that's part of the reason why I was very shocked with the head coaching firing. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, Boise State obviously is Boise State. They've had a tremendous turnaround this season. If you saw the first four games they played this year, I personally watched the Oregon State game, the New Mexico game, and the UTEP game. And it was it was not Boise State, that's for sure. So the turnaround that this team has made has been tremendous. Um, looking at this game, the spread as of Friday, December 16th, Boise State's favored by 10.5, and the over and under is 59.5. I, I don't know if we're going to hit that point, that over under point total, just because of how great this Boise State defense is. But I also think it's a bit of slap in the face to North Texas to say the Boise State's just going to handle them by double digits. Because um, this North Texas team is a lot better than people give them credit for. I definitely say Boise State's going to win. I think it's going to be, I'm not going to say a lot less scoring, uh, but it's definitely going to be, a, it's not going to be in the 30 to 30 battle. Let's just say that. This Boise State defense is, is stout, fantastic. But this North Texas team is a heck of a lot better than anybody know, anybody realizes. And I learned that as I dove into it. So again, I hope you guys like this breakdown. I hope you guys have liked all my breakdowns so far. Um, six games on Saturday in this game here in the Frisco Bowl is the final game on Saturday, December 17th. So hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. Feel free to follow me at, personally at Coach underscore B Will on Twitter. As always, please follow the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. Like, subscribe, do what you need to do on uh Spotify and all the other uh, streaming platforms. Uh, again, guys, thank you for tuning in. Have a good night. God bless.